Subscribe to Inclusion Revolution Radio wherever you can get podcasts. Underdog Fantasy is the fastest growing fantasy app and easiest place to play fantasy sports. Just jump on underdogfantasy.com or download the app, draft your team, and that's it. And if drafts aren't your thing, they also have a pick'em game where you can win 20 times your money in a single night. Use promo code RADIO, and Underdog will double your first deposit when you sign up with up to $100 in bonus cash. Deposit $100? Get $100 free. That's promo code RADIO. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome into Stack the Box. I am Matt Verderam alongside Josh Hill. It is a rainy Wednesday afternoon here in Chicago. Hopefully the weather's a lot nicer where you are. Uh, look, there's a lot to talk about, and this is going to be one of the more interesting Stack in the Box episodes we've had in a while because I think, like, you know, sometimes Hill and I disagree, sometimes we agree. I think this time it's going to fall into the latter category. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to get to the Raiders being on hard knocks and how that all might shake out. Uh, and kind of branch off of that. But we're going to lead substantially with the news that came down late last week. Brian Gain, the GM, the former GM of the Houston Texans, he has been relieved of his duties by owner Bob McNair. And so the... Cal McNair, Bob McNair's dead. (laughs) That's true. Poor Bob McNair. Bob from beyond the grave. Bob's making making big calls. It's been a long day. You're right. (laughs) He's, but he's been fired. Uh, the interesting thing is Gain was only 18 months really into his yeah. job and had a five-year contract, and they fired mm-hmm. him coming off of an 11-5 season, a division title, all the rest of it. So, And, of course, they waited until after the draft. We, we've seen multiple Second teams team do that. Second yeah. um, And there were teams that did that a couple of years ago, Gettleman, Dorsey getting fired by the Panthers and the Chiefs, respectively. But let's get right into it. The whole crux of this thing is that Brian Gain got fired Mm -hmm. because Bill O'Brien wanted him out because he won the power struggle. I'll let you lead off here because then I'm going to go probably for a little (laughs) while. Can you explain to me how Bill O'Brien won a power struggle? No, because I'm shocked every Sunday when he wins a game. (laughs) That ain't every Sunday. No. Look, we've long said that Bill O'Brien is probably the worst head coach in football. Not that he's the most unqualified person to be a coach, because I think he could be a good coordinator depending on where he goes. Because we saw him in New England, and you know, he went over to he was at Penn State. So like we've seen him have success. It's the fact that he won a power struggle or a power struggle after how many years of producing what? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. This is the guy like first of all, there's two there's two rungs to this. Or two prongs to this. The first is the shock that Bill O'Brien won something. And the other one is the fact that if you are somebody who got fired because you lost the power struggle to the guy who started Tom Savage over Deshaun Watson after an entire <laughs> I forget that. That was amazing. I'm seeing Deshaun Watson in camp. That's incredible. Like, ugh. I mean, usually when a GM gets fired, I feel, and the head coach isn't a fit like O'Brien is in Houston, there's a little bit of relief because, okay, he's going to be out. The new GM's going to bring in his guy. How did Bill, o- Bill O'Brien get so much power in Houston? Like, how did this happen? They're not a bad team. And like we've discussed on weeks before, their window's closing. That defense is not as good enough 
to ever be the way it was before. We're like, you know, it doesn't matter what the offense is like. At least they have J.J. Watt. They have Whitney Merciless. They have these guys. Right. They're old. They're hurt. That defense isn't good enough to be, oh, yeah, they're going to win the AFC South because oh, of that. No. They, and by the way, look, their window's shut. <laughs> their window's completely shut. What are they right now? If you had to rank them in the AFC, what are they? Because for me, for oh, me. Not a playoff they're, team. They're Look, maybe for me they're even a so maybe I even rank them a little higher than you. But to me, they're they're not the Chiefs, they're not the Pats, they're not the Chargers, they're not the Colts. They're probably not Cleveland. Cleveland, I got to see do it, but they're not as talented as Cleveland. I mm. would put them right there with Pittsburgh. Oof. You know, maybe maybe if, if you like if you like the Jets, but I, I think they're better than the Jets to be fair right now. But I put them as like the fifth or sixth best team in the AFC. That team's not going to the Super Bowl. Mm-mm. That team's getting killed in the divisional round if it even gets that far. <laughs> okay, but here's well, here's my issue with it. Well, one of many. Bill O'Brien took over this team in 2014. Here are their records: nine and seven, nine and seven, nine and seven, four and twelve, <laughs> eleven and five. They won one playoff game, and the game that they won was that famous Brock Osweiler Connor Cook the Connor debacle. Cook game. And then they went to they went to New England the next week and got pasted. So you know th- he has done nothing in his career. Nine and seven over and over and over in a division that stunk the high heaven all those years. Then he went four and 12 and Watson got hurt. I believe they were four and three, and then they lost all their last nine games. Yep. And you brought up what is a great point, which is the Tom Savage thing. Mm-hmm. You want to know how much O'Brien stinks as a head coach? As you- Underdog Fantasy is the fastest growing fantasy app and easiest place to play fantasy sports. Just jump on underdogfantasy.com or download the app, draft your team, and that's it. And if drafts aren't your thing, they also have a pick'em game where you can win 20 times your money in a single night. Use promo code RADIO, and Underdog will double your first deposit when you sign up with up to $100 in bonus cash. Deposit $100? Get $100 free. That's promo code RADIO. Terms and conditions apply. Point out, he had the entire offseason to look at that quarterback quote-unquote battle and say, you know what, Tom Savage is the guy. That nightmare lasted literally the first half of week one before he just went, ah, you know what, never mind, we're good. And he yanked him out of the game, and in comes Watson. And my problem with this is, look, if you want to point at Brian Gain and say he didn't do a good enough job, fine. There's plenty of things you can say. Their offensive line is atrocious. They gave up a league-high 62 sacks last year. This is a team that should be doing everything it possibly can to protect and ensure the health of, of Deshaun Watson. They haven't done a good enough job of that. Offensively, they're DeAndre Hopkins and a bunch of guys in terms of their weapons. Defensively, as you said, they're getting older. But then why is O'Brien still there? Like, if you want to fire a game, I, I, I think to only give the guy 18 months is a little ridiculous. But to, to sit there and say, well, look, he lost the power struggle to Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien is atrocious. Yeah. He's atrocious. There is no argument that Bill O'Brien is a good head coach. You and I have sat on this podcast now for two years and gone over blow by blow how many times we've watched the Texans mm. game. Oh, my God, what are they doing? This is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. I remember a couple of years ago they were up in New England. Yep. And both teams were scoring. I forget the score of the game, but it was in the 30s. In the 30s, yeah. And both teams were going up and down the field. Watson was having a terrific game. I think, actually, it might have been the second game he ever played on the road. And the game's going on, and they they need a foot. On fourth down, it's like New England's 25-yard line. They pick it up, the game's over. New England can't stop the clock. And I think the Texans were up by one or two points. And they kicked the field goal instead of just going for it. And, of course, predictably, Brady gets the ball and goes right down the field. 
and they win the game. Touchdown. I, I believe he actually hit Brandon Cooks in the play, and that was the end of it. Yep. How you let Bill O'Brien run the show there? What are we talking about? Everybody gets on the Jets for the gay thing, and look, fine, fair enough. You're not getting an argument. But you know what this reminds me of? Now I'll, I'll shut up. This reminds me of when Marvin Lewis was in charge of the Bengals forever, oh. and he never did a damn thing. But there was really no strong personnel executive there because the Bengals are so uniquely run. It was like, well, you know, we're going to let Marvin get another year. How many years of Bill O'Brien do you have to see? You and I sat here when they were going 4-12 and and said, this might be a blessing in disguise for them Mm -hmm. because they can can him. They can bring in a head coach. Any coach in the league would have wanted that job. You've got Deshaun Watts. You've got all these guys. No, they kept Bill O'Brien. And what happened last year? Yeah, they went 11-5, and five, and they got bounced at home, humiliated in the first round of the playoffs. They played the Colts, a team they see two times every year. They looked like they'd never seen Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. The game was comical. Indianapolis went up and down the field. It was 21 nothing before Houston even settled in. So I, I just don't understand it, and I think that Houston is, is a clown show for letting game get out of town, but keeping O'Brien and game being out of town, the reason – being Bill O'Brien. I, I, I just do not understand it at all. Well, that 2017 season, a couple of weeks later, was that game in Seattle where they were yes. going to beat the Seahawks, yep. and all he had to do was trust uh, Deshaun Watson, and he doesn't do it. He keeps running the ball, running the ball, running the ball. So like, what are you doing? What are you thinking? And had they fired him that season, um, 20, was that 16 or 17? No, the year before. But like, just imagine yep. the head coaches that went around. Like, could you imagine if they had gotten rid of Bill O'Brien and somehow matched up Sean McVay and Deshaun Watson or Matt Nagy last year if they'd fired him and hired Matt Nagy? Matt Nagy went to the playoffs with Mitchell Trubisky. Put him with Deshaun Watson, who many compared to Patrick Mahomes. You've got Andy yep. Reid with Mahomes, and you've got Andy Reid's protege with uh, Deshaun Watson in Houston. We're looking at an entirely different AFC. Like, that is it's an entirely different conference. Maybe the Patriots aren't the second or first best team. Maybe we're talking about them as the third because they're behind the two best quarterbacks right. who are the future, Mahomes and Watson. But well, now that's not the case. So, the, you know, Bill O'Brien is so incredibly frustrating to, to have as the coach of the Texans. It's and terrible. I, it's, it's, how can you be a Texans fan and be okay with that? I, I don't, like, I'm not even going to try to break this down analytically. He's terrible. <laughs> I don't need like I know there are probably a lot of fancy stats out there you could throw. Well, you know, in this situation, that he's awful. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just need to watch a game and go, "What is he? What is he doing?" What's going? I remember a play, and look, this is a play that probably only I remember. Maybe Texans fans remember, but they played the Chiefs in the 2015 AFC Wild Card game, and look, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that the Texans should have won that game. They were home underdogs, and Brian Hoyer was a quarterback, and. And so on and so forth. But there was a play in the first half of the game. And the game was still in doubt. I want to say it was like 10 nothing Kansas City, something like that. Right before halftime. Texans get the ball down. It's first and goal on the two. And they bring in J.J. Watt to play shotgun <laughs> quarterback. It was like a wildcat play. But with J.J. Watt, Vince Wilfork's in there as fullback. It's all this gimmicky nonsense. And the Chiefs stuffed them. And the next play... Hoyer drops back, panics, throws a pick, and that, for, for all intents and purposes, ended the game. But my point is, what coach in their right mind in that spot in the game? You need to score a touchdown. You, you know your offense is limited. The Chiefs at your work defensively. 10 nothing, And you've got J.J. Watt playing Watt. Like, what are you doing? I don't care that he's J.J. Watt. It's cute. It's you need to score. Mm-hmm. To score points. And they're running all this crap, and if they don't score, then they throw a pick, and the game snowballs from there, and they lost 30 to nothing. But I, 
I just look at the Texans, and frankly, for being really honest, I think Deshaun Watson's a good quarterback. I don't mm-hmm. think he's great. I think he's good. Mm-hmm. I think DeAndre Hopkins is the most underrated player in the league. I really yeah. do. I think he's phenomenal. I think he's everybody's going to say a receiver in football. Will Fuller's a nice deep threat. He's kind of like a Mike Wallace. Yeah. Okay. They don't have a tight end. Lamar Miller's a guy. Their yeah. offensive line that they invested first and second round picks in. We'll see how that goes. Uh, but their defense has gotten old. They're not a Super Bowl team. I'm not saying Bill O'Brien should have this team in a Super Bowl. But can they be competent? Even when, you, even when they win, it's almost in spite of him when you mm-hmm. watch the games. So I, I look at Houston. They're not as good as Indianapolis. They're not going to win that division. Not unless Luck gets hurt or something like that. They're not going to win that division. Mm. They're, they're not even anywhere near as good as Kansas City, Los Angeles, and the Wingham. To me, those three teams are the best three teams in the conference, with San Diego probably coming in a little bit below the other two, but, or Los Angeles, wherever the hell they play. Um, but I just look at the Texans, and it's like, you have Deshaun Watson. You should at least be a perennial playoff team. You should be a team that can threaten for your division. Especially, look, the Colts are good. But the Colts aren't exactly the 75 Steelers here either. They have no defense. And they're, they're not going to beat out Indianapolis because O'Brien can't coach. And the combination of Reich and Luck is a hell of a lot better than O'Brien and Watson. And it's no fault of Deshaun Watson. I have a few things to talk about here. Well, the first one is a pinging, pinging off of your comment about Andrew Luck being healthy. Um, 2017, when Andrew Luck was not healthy, he missed the entire year. Guess who finished in last place in the AFC South? Yep. Yeah, Houston, Houston. That's right. So even when Andrew Luck is hurt, Bill O'Brien doesn't stand a chance. So, and that was actually the season where we're talking about with Deshaun Watson and all that. So let's go into the time machine here. And this is going to really twist the knife for Houston Texans fans. To Let's go back to the 2018 offseason when Bill O'Brien probably should have been fired. They could have moved on. We all thought he was going to. Oh, he to. should have been fired. Yeah. Mike Vrabel. Hired by the Tennessee Titans. He was in Houston. He's a guy who brought with him, and I, don't, I always go to this hill, but the man just got a head coaching job despite having one of the worst offensive coordinating seasons ever. But could you imagine Mike Vrabel bringing my guy, Matt LaFleur, to Houston to go oh, with Deshaun Watson? Like, he maybe has a different season there. We mentioned Matt Nagy. Frank Reich. Nagy's the one to me. Him or Reich. Like, those guys would have been Frank perfect. Reich? Holy perfect. cow. And, hey, by the way, you wouldn't have had to play Frank Reich. <laughs> That's very true. Just food for thought. Look, man, there is no defending the Texans with Oof. this stuff. You, you sign a guy to a five-year contract to fire him after 18 months because <laughs> Bill O'Brien wants him. What the hell has Bill O'Brien ever accomplished? He's never won anything. Uh, Bill O'Brien is, is nothing more than it's a run-of-the-mill head coach. Like He's not Richie Kotite, but he sure as hell isn't a guy who you're like, yeah, they're going to win a Super Bowl with him. The bloom is off that rose. They are never winning a Super Bowl with that guy. I don't care what team they put on that field. And the problem they've got, Clowney now is on the tag. Yeah. And when mm-hmm. I reported this, this was reported elsewhere, they were willing to trade Jadavion Clowney. They're still willing to trade him. Now, of course, right now it's in limbo because we don't know who the GM's going to be, so table that for the moment. But... They were willing to trade Jadavion Clowney. And I, I wrote that in Stack in the Box, and I know that it was elsewhere um, mm-hmm. later on as well. Look, there were three guys, and I'm not, this isn't like a self-aggrandizing thing, but six weeks ago I wrote Frank Clark, Jadavion Clowney, and Darren Lee are all on the block. And I got to tell you, Two, three. All, all three of those guys, the same team was interested in all three of them, mm-hmm. and two of them got sent there. So you can, you can put those dots together and figure out who was interested in Clowney. Mm-hmm. Okay, but there are other teams too. And Clowney, the reason being, a yeah, little, little sack-in-the-box nugget, Clowney 
believes that he should be paid the same way that Frank Clark eventually got paid, which is yeah. five years, about $105 million. Believes that he should come in right below a guy like a Khalil Mack. The problem is the Texans look at Jaday Fink. At Progressive, you can get 24-7 protection, even if you break the space-time continuum. Ted, wake up. Huh? You look exactly like me. I am you, Ted, from the future. You need to call Progressive. What? Why? Well, they have 24-7 protection when you bundle your home and auto. And my teleportation cube just smashed into your car. Wait, you crashed into my car? Technically, it's our car. Progressive offers more than a great price when you bundle home and auto. We offer round-the-clock protection, which literally means anytime. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and third-party insurers, and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Clowny, and so you've never had double-digit sacks in a season. You're not worth that kind of money. But Clowney believes he is, and while I disagree with him in one way, I also say if he gets to free agency, Ooh. some team absolutely is going to give him five years and $110 bucks. Oh, it's yeah. going to happen. So while I don't think he is worth that money in terms of his production, he's worth it in terms of what he would bear on the market. So uh, the Texans like him as a player, and they're not willing to just give him away because they're trying to compete now, and he's a really good player. But don't be surprised at all if July 15 comes and goes. They don't sign him, and he's out the door next year for a third-round comp pick because that's very much on the table. The irony of the Texans saying to Jadavion Clowney, you haven't accomplished anything, we're not going to pay you. Meanwhile. Meanwhile, they just... Bill O'Brien won the power struggle, the worst power struggle in the history of power struggles. By the way, this article that I was looking at these uh, head coaches on, they were ranking them based on how they're going to turn out. Safest hire, Matt Patricia, Detroit Lions, which circles back to the Tom Savage conversation because guess which depth chart Tom Savage is on right now? D-Town, baby. Guess who's behind? David Fales. You might, Matthew Stafford oh gets, hurt, gets hurt in Detroit. It's all over, man. <laughs> it's, They'll go on 16 again. It's Wait. either Tom Savage or David Fales. Wow. By the way, cow. you know, and this is for like all the Kaepernick truthers out there, and <laughs> I don't care one way or the other, frankly, if Colin Kaepernick plays in the NFL. I have nothing invested in the argument. But I love when people say, well, he's been out of the league for... Yeah, okay. He could get off the couch and be better than Tom Savage. And by the yeah. way, everyone who's listening to this, I'm not trying to politically go in one way or the other. If you know me, I'm actually pretty down the middle of my politics. But look, the, the point being, this whole idea that somehow like Colin Kaepernick isn't as... Oh, he's, he's too rusty. He could... Give me a break. How Tom Savage is in the league. That's, I mean, they could just put us on that depth chart. They just could go on 16 either way. So I, I'm amazed by it. But to get back to and go full circle with the Texans, I'll throw out one scenario. And this probably won't happen. Mm-hmm. But if it, if it were to present itself, it should happen. If the Steelers are not good this year, say they go 7-9. They don't make the playoffs. And let's say after, what, 13 years now with Mike Tomlin, the Steelers and the Rooney family decide, hey, look, you know what, Mike, you've done a great job. You've, you've won a couple Super Bowls. You've, you've gotten a three, but we've or excuse, gotten, gotten a two, one, one Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, but we feel like it's in our best interest to move on. And let's say the Texans go eight and eight this year. I'll tell you right now, if I was Cal McNair, not his poor late father, Bob. I, I, <laughs> Even if I was Bob, I'd be yeah, screaming from yeah, the grave. <laughs> I, I would fire Bill O'Brien faster than he could blink. And hire Mike Tomlin. Because I think Mike Tomlin's kind of worn it out in Pittsburgh. That happens. Like Andy Reid wore it out yep. in Philadelphia. We've seen it. You know, Mike Tomlin in a new situation with a, co- with a quarterback like that signed me up all day long. Mm-hmm. Mike Tomlin would be a very welcome addition in Houston. And, again, we're, we're connecting dots that don't exist right now. Pittsburgh could go 11-5, and, and Tomlin could be there for the next 20 years. But I'm just saying, if that were to happen, if he were to get fired, if I'm the Texans – yeah, I'm all aboard that train because the train they're on right now 
It's a, it's a big, long track to nowhere because Bill O'Brien's not winning them anything significant. You imagine Bill O'Brien, and, and this actually has already happened a few times, so we've seen the, the results, but can you imagine with the current teams, Bill O'Brien against Belichick or Reed in a playoff game? Oh, do you know what would happen? I mean, the, they'd have to turn that off halfway through. I mean, Reed beat him 30 to nothing in his own building a handful of years ago with Alex Smith, and the Pats beat the brakes off him a few years ago in Foxborough. You imagine that now? With Houston having virtually an aging defense and no weapons and an awful offensive line. Holy cow. Playing against Mahomes and company and, and what Brady and all them have cooked up in Foxborough. Have fun with that. But it won't matter. They will not get that far, so it's irrelevant. Yeah. You've got me down the backup quarterback and wormhole now. Oh, my God. First of all, did you know Matt Schaub's still in the league? I genuinely didn't know. Who, he's in who? Atlanta. He's backing up oh, old he's Matty, full circle. Matty Ice. He's got full uh, which, circle. which led me down a list of backup quarterbacks. Uh, do you know who Gardner Min- Minshew is? Yes, uh, the uh, rookie quarterback out of Washington State. That's true. He's uh, below the depth chart in Jacksonville behind Tanner Lee. Which means. Ooh, ooh behind Tanner Lee. Which means Lee. if Nick no. Foles goes down, it's the Tanner Lee show in Jack oh Duval. If, if Nick Foles rolls an ankle in the preseason and can't play week one, that's against Kansas City. What is the score of that game if it's Tanner Lee against Patrick Mahomes? Do they just not come out of the locker room? Hill, all kidding aside, that might be the first time there's ever a home team that's laying 20 points. Uh, that, would be, that would be special. Actually, here, I want to get to one other thing real quick. Um, then we get to the Raiders and Hard Knocks. Because at this point, all the Texans fans are going. They're on iTunes right now. It's going stacking the box. One star. Bunch of jerks. Yeah, anyway. Have fun spelling it. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Um, the one note I did want to pass along was talk to a couple of people that I really trust uh, who have been on the ground over at Giants camp, mm. and they feel that Daniel Jones could be the starter sooner than many people believe. Uh, had mm. One of them said to me, hey, look, Jones has not been incredible, but he's been a little bit better than I expected, and Manning has just looked awful. Yeah. His arm strength is gone. He's really struggling to throw the ball down the field or outside the numbers. The other person I talked to had a similar evaluation of Manning, thought Jones was further ahead than that, said, hey, look, I'm, I'm impressed by his mental aptitude. It doesn't feel like it's too big for him. Wouldn't be totally shocked if he's the week one starter. Um, the, the thought was, to be very clear, that he probably won't start week one, but that it's not completely out of the question if Jones plays really well in the preseason and Manning is terrible. Um, but that look for Manning to get somewhat of the quick hook because Jones has impressed some people in New York. So take that for its worth. Like, I killed the Jones pick as much as anybody and, and mm-hmm. still firmly <laughs> believe that Jones is way overdrafted. But a lot of people really do see uh, you know, a, a better player than they thought they would in, in the Giants OTAs in their minicamp. And Manning at 38 years old does look somewhat washed up. So if that continues... It's not completely out of the realm that Jones could start week one. And certainly Jones could be starting here beginning of October or something like that, where maybe it was anticipated that he would sit for the whole year. So yeah. uh, just wanted to pass that along. Got that from a few guys I, I really respect that uh, you know, would, would be um, certainly in the know in the situation. Yeah, and it's just hilarious that the Dan and Jones thing is playing out the way it is. Look, there's nothing wrong, in my opinion, in starting him right away. Because like we talked about a couple of weeks ago, I don't think that the Cardinals unearthed any new pioneering way to approach your quarterback, no, finding a quarterback not. in your future. But I feel like it does make it okay now for a team like the Giants to start Daniel Jones' rookie year and then say, man, we got the number two pick. I mean, we'll take Tua or we'll take Herbert. We'll take one of these guys. Right. And we'll just start over because 
he's not the guy. So even though they spent, they overdrafted him. I mean, Josh Rosen was a top 10 pick a year ago, and he's playing for a new team now. So I don't think that it's that outrageous to start him. I, we talk about a quick hook for Manning. The NFL is nothing if not a copycat league, an overreactive league. I wonder if the quick hook now, we're going to go through a period where you see rookie quarterbacks getting the hook and saying, all right, we're going to start over. We're going to go back to the drawing board because there's so much pressure to find a Watson, to find a Mahomes, to find even a Trubisky. Like, yeah, well, I, yeah, especially Watson and Mahomes. Um, Baker. We'll throw Baker in there. Baker, yeah, Trubisky. Yes, yeah, yeah, Trubisky. But even like Sam Darnold. Like, like yes. Rosen was yes. of, the, of that generation of quarterbacks, yep. and he's already playing for a new team. Right. And there's nothing wrong. Third with, offensive coordinator. Yeah, it's not like he like right. got into trouble off the field or something like that, like a Johnny Manziel yep. situation. He just – they just – Cut bait. Yeah. So well, I wonder if maybe that happens with Jones if we get to week five and it's like, oh, man, this guy's garbage. Well, the other thing is, too, what if the Giants, what if Jones isn't good and Gettleman and Shermer get canned? Because yeah. that's very much possible. And then all of a sudden you're looking at the very same situation the Cardinals had. Yep. If, if they were to have the number one pick. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if they have the number six pick, it doesn't yeah. matter. But, um, but anyway, just wanted to pass that along with Jones. Uh, I think it's interesting. It's something to watch. The Giants are going to be a storyline all year long. They're, you know, let's face it, they're an iconic NFL franchise. They're kind yep. of down their luck. They get this new quarterback. The NFC East, a lot of young quarterbacks. Yeah, Haskins, who, by the way, I would expect him to start sooner rather than later. I don't think Case Keenum's holding him off all that long. No. But the one thing I'll say, the Giants, when I was in Indianapolis, Gettleman was like, "Hey, you know, if we get it, if we get a rookie quarterback." We want to go the Patrick Mahomes route. We want to sit him for a year. Mm. And I always find that disingenuous. Yeah, look, the Chiefs were able to do that because they were good. Yeah. They had Alex Smith. They won the division that year. Like, you're not going to do that if you're one in eight. You're not going to trot Eli Manning out there. It's pointless. Mm. The Chiefs were in a unique situation, much like the Packers were with Favre and Rodgers, where they just said, look, we're good yep. right now. Like, we're, I mean, what happened when they drafted Rodgers? They went to the NFC title game. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I think it's different. If you're a team, like, let's say the Patriots had drafted somebody. Yeah. You know, let's say the Patriots had drafted, let's say it took Daniel Jones or Drew Locke. They would have sat on one of those guys for a couple of years because mm-hmm. Brady's there. They're going to be good. You can, you can afford to do that. And for people who say, well, they did it back in the 90s. Yeah, but guys got three, four, five years as a head coach. You always at least got three years. Mm-hmm. So you don't get that now. Ask anyone who's coached the Browns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Rod Jadzinski says hello. Ask Steve Wilkes. Yeah. You know, ask Vance Joseph, who look was terrible, but he got two years. Mm-hmm. These guys had no shot. They had no quarterback. I mean, Vance Joseph, I don't think Vance Joseph was good at coaching. Trevor Simeon. Yeah. And Paxton Lynch. Good luck. Lombardi couldn't have got that team to the playoffs. But hey, let's wrap up on this. Okay, because we could go down this. I, I <laughs> sidecar this all day long. It finally gets announced. The Raiders are going on hard knocks, I think, in the least surprising announcement of Worst all time. Worst kept secret. Yeah, because there are rules in place as to which team you can pick if you're HBO. And the rules are basically that, it, and correct me if I'm wrong, Hill, but I, I believe it's that if you have a new head coach, you cannot be on hard knocks, you're yep. exempt. And if you've made the playoffs the year prior. Each of the last two years. Each of the either of the last two years. One or the Okay, other. either of the last or two both. years, you're exempt. Of course, so... That left, I believe, it was like five teams, which were the yeah. Redskins, the Giants, the Lions, the Niners, and the Raiders. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Giants may be a little interesting because of the quarterback. The Redskins, same thing. The Lions, the most... Un- God, I mean, no. good. They, they'd get the series canceled by the third <laughs> episode. Who cares? The Niners, again, eh, not... But the Raiders? I mean, that's going to be the easiest pick in the history of HBO series. So, 
What I'm interested by is everybody after the Bucs season, no disrespect to your Bucs, said show's getting old, mm-hmm. getting stale. Well, yeah. Eh, not really much to be excited about. Because the Bucs, it was a little bit ho hum. Then the Browns and Hugh Jackson happened. And everybody was like, Hard Knocks is back. Oh, yeah. Well, let me tell you something. After this season of Hard Knocks, Hard Knocks going to really be back. Hard Knocks is going to be – they might actually extend it to a 10-episode program from here on. I cannot wait to see the Raiders on Hard Knocks. It's going to be – I mean, we talked about the Raiders last week. It's going to be just a circus. It's going to be fantastic. You've got Gruden, who he's going to, he's going to mooch the camera so much. He's an old TV guy now. He did all those years on Monday Night Football. And that's the reason he got this job is yep. because he was on Monday Night Football. And he was so – that's the reason Mike Mayock got his job. Who? That's going to be great. You're going to have Gruden, who's constantly in the camera, and Mayock, who might assault the cameraman if he tries to follow him around. And then you've got all the dynamics on the team. You've got the Derek Carr stuff. You've got Antonio Brown, who, I mean, that's going to be a, he- that's going to be a headliner. And he's going to welcome the camera. I mean, they should, they should probably attach a body cam to him because he's going to follow him everywhere, record everything Antonio Brown does. And he will be like, yeah. Body cam, GoPro, put it all on. I'll record it all for you. You know, so and then the Vontez Burfitt stuff. Rich Incognito, Rich Incognito, Derek Carr in the middle Clint of this. Farrell, like, oh my god, this is going to be this, this is, is going to be this must watch unbelievable. Okay, I, I I have the subscription already, so I'll be able to watch it. But if I didn't, I would subscribe to HBO. This is going to make up for the last season of Game of Thrones. Gonna this be, is going to be amazing. Crap show. Never watched one <laughs> second of it. I, I am so in on this season. Like, can't express to anyone listening how I'm. De- you have, as you point out, I won't go through it again. But the Gruden Mayock thing got all those players we just talked about. Mm-hmm. Then you have Derek Carr, who is playing for his job basically, and having to deal with this all this yeah. going on around him. You've got there's like always that chance. There's like the ten percent chance that Marshawn Lynch just like shows up in pads one day. <laughs> You've got that going on. But the best part to me is going to be when Gruden is in his office and they just have that camera in the corner and it's like the second week, Gruden's just completely forgotten it's there. And he's just running down half the team to Mayock. <laughs> this guy's terrible. Mike, got to get him out of here. He's no good. And they're just airing all this. And it's just, I can't wait. I can't. This, there's a chance for the first time on this show that they actually have to like put a, a warning at the beginning. <laughs> Viewer discretion yeah, is something, Somebody went rogue in the <laughs> locker room. It, you know, it's chaos. It, look, I, the Raiders season, I can't remember a year. Probably when Rex Ryan was the head coach of the Jets and they had mm. that, that season right, right after they went to the second AFC title. Is that the game. Revis contract year? They were on hard knocks that year, yeah. too. But it, it was, it was either the year after they went to the second AFC title game or the year of the second AFC title And they brought in, like, Cromartie and Santonio Holmes. Mm. I think it was the year they went to the second title game. And I remember just thinking, like, you know, Rex Ryan. I actually went to training camps. I was, I was living in New York at the time. And I remember just thinking, like, what a, what a crap show. Like, this is, this is incredible. And then just very similarly, you had these huge personalities. His coach, mm-hmm. at GM. I mean, people forget about Mike Tannenbaum, but he was a big personality. Oh, yeah. You had all these players around the quarterback that were these huge alpha, like out of control figures. And then you had Mark Sanchez. <laughs> and Mark Sanchez just like trying to hold on to any semblance of normalcy. And it just reminds me so much of the Raiders, uh, save for frankly the talent, because the Jets were just more talented than the Raiders. But the Raiders are set up for a, a very interesting year. You have hard knocks. They're playing one of their preseason games, one of their host preseason games in Winnipeg. They're wow. playing the Packers. I believe it's a week three game. Then they're on the road 
or a neutral site or a buy for seven straight weeks from weeks three to I mean it's just it's like from weeks three to nine or three to ten. It's unbelievable. Like all this is going into this season with the Raiders. I I have never been more intrigued by a team that I don't think is gonna make the playoffs. Oh yeah. I am fascinated to see how this entire thing plays out. Absolutely fascinated. I mean, credit to the Raiders' marketing team because they know that this this franchise is going nowhere other than Vegas in a year. Yeah. But Vegas wow. is looking at this going. I, I don't know. I, <laughs> can we? You guys, yeah. listen, we're we're, we're late. I mean, we lost all the construction equipment on the stadium. Yeah. Sorry, we're, guys. We're, we're not going to be able crane. to do this. <laughs> we're going to have to push back to twenty forty nine. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I'm. I've never been so ready for a season of hard knocks before. Get your popcorn because holy cow, this thing is going to be off the rails. Insane. I, I'm. Legitimately fascinated. Like normally, you hard knocks like last year. Like okay, the Browns went on sixteen. You got a few Jacks and Baker to be interesting. This is like a whole nother level. I was going to say this is like reality television, but of course, it actually, is reality television. Yeah. I, I am just sure at some point in the season, they're going to show Gruden. He's going to be apoplectic. It's going to be during some drill that's going wrong. They're going to show Antonio Brown just. Doing some ridiculous thing on the field. They're going to show Vontaze Perfect cheap shotting somebody during a preseason game. Maybe even his own guy in a practice. Take out Antonio Brown. Could you I, imagine? I'll tell you what, man. Every training camp, every team. It's always a fight. It's always a little skirmish. This team, it's not going to be a skirmish. It's be a prison riot. Like, it, this team is going to be unbelievable. Like, look, and and I know we have Raider fans who listen. I'm not sitting here trying to. Not an indictment on the fans. They have but, to root for well, that. And I, and I, look, I get it. I, you, were, you were called a crony recently That's by one true. of the Raider fans. That's right. I, listen, I'm not... I, I, I am criticizing the Raiders because I just think that the team is poorly constructed. And I, you know, the, but they have no control for being on hard knocks. I'm not criticizing them for that. I'm just saying it's going to be very entertaining. When you have Antonio Brown and Vontaze Burfecht and Richie Incognito and John Gruden, I mean, you're you're entertaining. There's a reason HBO picked you. Okay, the HBO wasn't pining to get Matt Patricia on television. So, I can't wait. I cannot wait. It's the most anticipated season I can ever remember of Hard Knocks. I am going to voraciously watch it. I might even rewatch it just for like little <laughs> nuggets that I missed. I, I am beyond all in. I am pumped to the hilt to watch Gruden and that team and everything that goes into it and the trials and travail. I, I'm just fascinated. Absolutely fascinating. This thing's going to be a historical document. Like, it really will be. Can you imagine? Like, let's, let's say Incognito. He didn't play last year, right? He comes back, and he's just, he just doesn't have it. Whatever. Maybe he's out of shape. Maybe he's just older. And Gruden has to cut Rich Incognito. And that's on, that's on camera? I'd want it on camera I, if I was I, cutting Rich Incognito. Yeah, I'd want witnesses. I, I, I he'll, I'd pay $100 to watch that. Like, I can't even imagine what that's going to be like. Or Vontaze Burfecht, look, he was not good last year in Cincinnati. They cut him for a reason. Mm-hmm. Like, if, he, if it just turns out, look, he's just not good. Maybe they got a younger kid who's better. And it, he has to cut Vontaze Burfecht and Rich Incognito on the same day. I, like, I, I can't even imagine any scenario that's more entertaining than that. Oh, my God. Does, does Gruden do it? Does Mayock do it? Do they do it together? Do they have, like, do they have a, a, a third party come in? Do they have, like, do they have the coordinators do it because they feel like they're less valuable than the head coach? Like, what? I am... Just everything. I'm all in. I can't wait. I'm going to sit down, get knocked down some 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 summer shandy, there you go. and uh, you know, get a bowl of popcorn and just sit down and just watch it uh, and and soak it all in. I, it's going to be phenomenal. I'm in. It needs to happen now. So, with all that being said, uh, thank you so much for listening to this week's edition of Stack in the Box. 
Please subscribe on iTunes and give us a like, give us a rating if you could, even a comment. Uh, follow Stacking the Box at Stacking the Box on Twitter. And feel free always to reach out to Hill or I, um, first.last at fanside.com mm-hmm. or on our Twitter accounts. Uh, we're always happy. And if, if, look, by the way, too, and we start throwing this out there. If you have questions that you want answered on the podcast, mm-hmm. by all means, reach out. Uh, we will answer them. So I'm uh, more than happy to uh, you know, do that as well. But it, also, don't forget, if you are looking for a new jersey, if you want a Vontez Perfect jersey, if you're that kind of individual, and you're, you're jacked up for that, go to Fanatics. They are a sponsor. They are awesome. Go to fanatics.fanside.com. Save 20% on shipping when you use code word fansided. They are excellent. They have all your needs from jerseys to hats to T-shirts to memorabilia. You name it, Fanatics as you covered. So please check them out. Uh, we are rolling into what everyone likes to call the dead period of the NFL. Mini camps are wrapping up this week. OTAs are over. Mm-hmm. And nothing will be happening on the field until we get to late July. And that's when, of course, all 32 training camps will be in action. But we will be here throughout the rest of June. We'll be doing a weekly podcast. And then in July, we'll be around the first week. And then I abandon everyone involved. I go completely dark for two weeks in July. Um, and then we'll be right back at it. So, as always, uh, expect a new episode of, of Stacking the Box, and we'll have one for you next week. But thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you again in a few days. Underdog Fantasy is the fastest-growing fantasy app and easiest place to play fantasy sports. Just jump on underdogfantasy.com or download the app, draft your team, and that's it. And if drafts aren't your thing, they also have a pick game where you can win 20 times your money in a single night. Use promo code RADIO and Underdog will double your first deposit when you sign up with up to $100 in bonus cash. Deposit $100? Get $100 free. That's promo code RADIO. Terms and conditions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.